Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success and the Nappy Global Director. To learn more about me, go to www.robbymotter.com and to learn more about Nappy, go to www.wrnappy.com or www.nappy.com. Each week, I am honored to bring a dynamic guest on my show. Today's guest is Stone Love, and let me tell you a little bit about her. Stone Love is the originator of the seven pillars to making strength-based decisions. She has been introduced as a light. She defines herself as a mentor with experiential wisdom. She is the founder of Stonologies and the originator of the seven pillars of strength-based decision-making. She has spoken to thousands of women around the world about the decision-making process. Her book, Decision Time, is written to give readers a comprehensive, step-by-step process for making the right decision in every situation, every time. Stone attended Tony Robbins' five-day event in New Jersey, learning how to control her state of mind and take action in spite of the fear. She was determined to successfully conquer the firewalk. Stone has walked through the fire spiritually, so on the physical plane, she knows she can do anything. Her contact information is Stone Love, 510-565-4425. And email is stonelove at stoneology, and that's S-T-O-N-E-L-O-V-E, and at S-T-O-N-E-O-L-O-G-Y-S dot com. Mrs. Love's experiential wisdom is a combination of experience, intuition, and the desire to course-correct life setbacks. She has dedicated her professional life to mentoring, inspiring, and empowering professional women and young girls to intuitively turn their life lessons into blessings. Speaking and training internationally, Stone also uses social media to engage online communities that enable people all over the world to follow their mission. Welcome, Stone. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you, Robbie. I'm very honored to be here to speak with you today. Happy New Year to you. I know that 2016 is just waiting for us to bring it. Um, I said a little about you in your bio. Why don't you tell the listeners why this work is so relevant to us? It's so relevant uh, for me, Robbie, is because it's worked in my own life, and I've also seen it firsthand work in other people's lives. I've just traveled all over the world, and I've asked the same question, and I've gotten the same answer. And that answer has been that we don't reach our full potential. It's simply because of our inability to make a strength-based decision. All of our decisions seem to be made from fear. And that is why I wrote the book, Decision Time, How Strength-Based Decision-Making Changes Everything, because it has been my experience and also my observation. So that was what inspired you to write the book. Were there some other reasons as well? Well, uh, the biggest reason, as you know, we always teach that which we need to learn the most. And decision-making has always been, um, uh, how can I say, I I won't say a problem in my life, have been uh, a point where I'd had the opportunity to change the trajectory of my life. And one of those major opportunities 
um, was when I decided to tell about being sexually molested at five years old. And I didn't do that until later in my life. But just that one decision changed my entire life. And it allowed me to see that I was making decisions from things that weren't even true anymore, fearful decisions that I'm the woman now, no one will hurt me, and I can take care of myself and articulate my needs and what's wrong and what hurts me, all of these things. But somewhere subconsciously, since I had not told that most significant event in my life, it hindered my strength-based decision-making and everything else. Everything else was made from fear. So the book is not about abuse, but it is about standing in your power and making decisions from that strength-based position as opposed opposed to fear that you may not even be aware of is uh, taking control of your thoughts and your behavior. What exactly are strength-based decisions? Strength-based decisions um, are simply decisions that are not made from fear. An example would be, um, I have to stay in this job because of the economy. That would be a fear-based decision. A strength-based decision with that same subject is, I am so qualified to make a difference in this world, I'm going to have to stop this job that I hate and go out and create something wonderful and serving. And I know that I will be blessed by that. That is a decision made from your strength because you know that you can make a change. You know you have the tools to do so, and you know how to do it. How to do it is exactly the way you want to do it because that's what we're waiting for is your ideas and uh, the things that come from your heart. And that's about all of the heart-based businesses that are popping up. They're just so delicious because there's been so many changes in lives, and women are, are the leaders of the changes and the money-making and just, just the example of how to be your best self. So that's can a strength-based decision. Can this process be applied to any decision? Absolutely. It can be applied to, to very simple decisions or complex decisions. The key to strength-based decision-making is that it's about your personal initiative something that you want to do because we, we have to face it. It is our individuality that makes everything work and makes everything fit. We can't be cookie cutters. Someone has to take the lead and say, well, here is an idea. And then that will crystallize what I want, what you want, get us closer to what it is that we want when we include others. So, yes, any decision can start with strength. No decision should be made based on fear because it, fear is limiting in itself. What is the most life-changing decision you've ever made? My decision to tell. My decision to speak up for myself and to speak up about what hurt me. And being able to speak up about what hurts you, setting clear boundaries, is an excellent place to start to speak up for exactly what you want and then allow your behavior to support that. Um, what are some of, tell us a little bit about the book. What does the book cover? And then tell us where they can get the book. Okay. Um, the book covers the seven pillars, and that is uh, seven things that I have isolated that have allowed me to make the best decision in my life. Um, It also covers something I call the quintessentials. 
And that's five things that let you know that you're all in. And they, they're they so powerful, Robbie. Every time I do a presentation about the quintessentials, everyone tells me how complete they feel and how they hadn't considered all five of those. We all consider our mind, body, and our spirit, but we don't consider financially how how much skin we have in the game. We're all taught, you know, pride and ownership, we're all taught that if we pay for something, we'll respect it more. We'll treat it differently as if we were to get it free. Well, when we're making decisions, that same things apply. You know, if we get something for $20, we're going to treat it very differently than if we had paid $2,000 for it. It, it just works that way. So uh, financially, it's one of the quintessentials, one of the five things we must consider in order to make a strength-based decision. And the fifth thing is timely. Is it time yet? Sometimes we may have a good idea, but it's not quite time yet. Everything has to mature. Everything has its time to begin and end. So when we consider the timing and when we're making a decision, that's just a huge element of what's going to make that decision even more powerful. So the book is about the quintessentials. The book is about the seven pillars. And the book is just a clear how-to. It doesn't tell you what to do. It just tells you how to do it once you put your own footprint on it. The steps there are guided. So I've been getting rave reviews on the book, Robbie. I'm so pleased. The book actually has found readers and friends in four different continents. So it's working. I would encourage everyone to go get it. You can get it from Amazon.com. All you do is type in, Decision Time by Stone Love, and the book will come up. You can purchase it there. And, of course, you can go to stonologies.com, S-T-O-N-E-O-L-O-G-Y-S.com, and order the book. Um, are there any programs available to help with the decision-making process? Absolutely. I, I have programs going on right now. I have a, a six-week program that you can learn more about by emailing me at stonelove at stonologies.com. And, again, that's S-T-O-N-E-O-L-O-G-Y-S. Um, wonderful programs. I'm doing a, a retreat in Paris uh, July 2016, and I would love everybody that can go. Actually, I can only take six women with me this time because we have a seven-bedroom chateau in Paris, and we're going to uncover the principles of the book and root them deeply in our subconscious through the romance of Paris. It's just going to be a wonderful trip. So to find out about the Paris retreat, you can go to decisiontimestonelove.paris.com and find out more about that. And, of course, email me, and we can set up a time to talk at stonelove at stonologies.com. I'll get your email. Or call me. Thank you, Robbie, for mentioning the phone number at the top of the call. Um, My phone number is 510-565-4425, and we can set up a time to talk about the programs available and what will work best for you. Tell me a little bit about your laser coaching on decision-making. Yes, I have quite a few um, private and uh, VIP clients, and the way that works is um, someone will bring their specific uh, decision-making opportunity, and then we will just dissect it and lay the seven pillars over it and make sure the quintessentials are present 
and treat it sort of like a mathematical equation. And that just means taking the emotion out, um, our individual circumstance. We'll just put the elements of the decision and how that can best work for us, and we come out with a strength-based decision every time. And that's the beauty of it. It, it is not about my way or anybody's in particular way. It's the individual that actually expresses what they want, and we work together to recognize the fear, remove it, and replace it with strength, power, and love so that we can get the best decision for ourselves every time. It's a wonderful process. What can we do now to become better decision makers? What we can do now is, is, is specific, specifically look at why we're saying yes or why we're saying no and recognize if that no is from fear and recognize if it's yes. The easiest way to recognize a fear-based decision is when, it's, when you begin with, well, I shouldn't do this because. Well, they may think if I. Those are all things kind of rooted in our fear of, of, of criticism or judgment or individuality. Anything that, that can clue you into, I am doing this because I'm afraid of what someone else may think or what someone else may think of me because I'm speaking up for myself. All of those things are very good indicators that you are not thinking from your strength, thinking from the positive outcome for yourself. Rather, you're thinking of fear and what someone else may think of you and your choice for yourself. Tell us a little bit about your visit with Oprah. (laughs) Wow, that was one of the um, most rewarding experiences of my lifetime. Uh, There were many things that I wanted to share with Oprah, and there were... um, Many people there as well. They're, they're, she had a cocktail party for about 200 women, and she told us up front, now I'm not going to be able to listen to all of your stories. So, of course, we, don't, um, we just want to enjoy the moment. But one thing that I was able to tell Oprah, I was able to thank her uh, for her contribution in my life, and I was also able to tell her that the work that was most important to her, which was speaking up about abuse, was also most important to me. So we had a really good private conversation. Uh, We were able to talk about Maya Angelou and the fact that she and I share the same DNA, mtDNA from uh, Sierra Leone. So she was very happy about that. And um, some good things are going to happen because of my two meetings with Oprah. I won't be able to share right now, but um, trust me, it's going to be some very exciting things coming from that meeting. That's Thank you for asking about that. Um, we have someone who joined us, so let's find out if she has some questions for you. Joan, okay, do you have great. some questions for Joan? Hello? Okay, are you hearing me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Oh, I hear you. Well, I'm glad I'm able to speak to you today, but I wondered one of the things that uh, stand out in most of the people that are seeking your help. What is it that they're fearing? Is it fearing to just speak up? Is it fearing that people will judge them when they're done? Uh, what is keeping them back from making their decision to do something positively in their lives? 
You know, the biggest thing, Joan, and thank you. It's good to hear your voice again. Um, thank you for your question. The biggest thing that I found is the fear of criticism and also the fear of success. That seems so counterproductive, but uh, we often fear that, that, that fear of success, maybe because a family member has never done it before or we've never made a certain amount of money before or we've never spoke to a certain amount of people before. So just anything out of the comfort zone tends to be a little fearful, and it is understandable. So once we go through the seven pillars and we take a good look at the quintessentials, it just kind of alleviates the fear and allows us to step boldly into our strength and it just apply it to our decision-making. And I'm telling you, I've, I've literally seen some life-changing events. It really changes the trajectory of your life when you're able to make decisions from a strength-based position as opposed to a fear-based. Well, Stone, I have to tell you, I am glad that you're able to change people's life because there are so many people out there that cannot make a decision without going through despair, and you've removed that from so many people. Thank you for your good work, Stone, and everybody should get a copy of your book. It's worth keeping to reread Thank you, Joan. I certainly appreciate that. And, and you know, this opportunity is available for everyone. I'm just kind of a, a vessel sharing information, but we all have to uh, take that initiative to see our personal initiative come to fruition and share with everyone else. So thank you so much for the compliment. I receive it. Joan, what else would you like to know about the book, and what are some things you have coming up? Well, I would like you to, to know that um, the book was a labor of love. It was it was rather difficult for me to um, feel validated enough to release my ideas. And because of the reception of the war, it was published. When it was in manuscript form, I started to teach the classes. I, I began to see that that's the most important thing we could do is share our ideas with one another. Because, again, my ideas may crystallize one of your own. Are you sharing your ideas with me may extend, expand my vision about something that I really want and I really want to share from my heart. So I just, just writing the book was a wonderful process. So I encourage everyone that has a book on their heart to please share it. Just please share it because it really did change my life in sharing my ideas and then seeing how those ideas were able to help others just really enriched my person. So I I appreciate that uh, about myself and taking the initiative to do something. Um, What I have coming up, I have have so many things coming up. I actually um, have just been in talk with a a college here in uh, Northern California, and they would like me to come and teach the book to their students. They're making it a mandatory course and offering one unit for it. So I will begin teaching uh, the book on campus in February, and I'm just over the moon about that. Uh, I went in and I talked with the staff and I told them about the book and two of the ladies had already read the book and they said that everybody needs this opportunity to be able to isolate their fear-based decisions versus their strength-based decisions. And for that reason, they want to make my book a course. 
So that is something that um, I could never, I couldn't have prayed for that opportunity, and it has presented itself. So lots of things coming for 2016. Um, the best way to keep up what, with what's going on with Decision Time is to uh, go to stonologies.com, S-T-O-N-E-O-L-O-G-Y-S.com, and leave your email so that you can be on the mailing list and I could send you um, the upcoming events. And, of course, you're welcome to schedule some time with me. Give me a call, and uh, we can coordinate our calendars. Call me at 510-565-4425. And... Uh, I'm really ready for 2016. This is the year of completion, and I want to I want to encourage everyone to complete at least two things on their either their bucket list or accomplishment list because this year will support you in that. I'm sure of it. Joan, you have some more questions for Stone. We still have about six minutes. Not really at this time. I didn't have prepared questions for her, so I don't have any more at this time. I just wanted to just congratulate her for taking the bold step to this book because I've benefited from it. And I suggest really that everybody gets a copy. So because there are times when you miss something and you go back and you read and you find it again, the the question that you wanted answered was probably right there in the book. So I advise everybody to get a copy of this fabulous book. Thank you so much, Joan. I appreciate it. I'm sorry? Do you ever do any webinars or things like that? Yes, I actually have a webinar coming up. Uh, Please sign up on the mailing list, and I will give you the dates. Uh, Right after I begin um, teaching at the college, I have a webinar prepared to go out. So if you are interested in the webinar, please sign up on the mailing list, and I will send you the registration for that. Yes, thank you for for asking that, Robbie. And, uh, okay, I will put that out on the list of my Nazi okay. women and friends that okay. I thought that would benefit from your book. Thank you. Thank you, Joan. Um, I'm actually also having the San Francisco Nazi meeting on the 21st of January at the Z Cafe. We have a beautiful private room. There's delicious food that we serve, and our speaker will be Kim Scott. Uh, she's a nurse in the Bay Area, and she's going to talk to us about the benefits of blood donorship and the effects of stress on our overall health. So I would encourage you, if you are in the area, uh, San Francisco Bay Area, Bay Area NAFI will be happening on January 21st at 6.30 at the Z Cafe in Oakland. And normally our meetings are on Thursday, but um, for this month there was so much going on, we're going to have it on the third Thursday. But going forward always, it will always be on the fourth Thursday. So look for us whenever you're in the Bay Area. Uh, We would love to have you come by and uh, receive uh, good information and network and share what you're up to. So, and I just want to say that I have read your book several times, and I find it to be well put together, beautiful, uh, in in language that people can easily understand, and in uh, it's written so that they can immediately take some of the steps and put it in their own life. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And you know what? I must give credit to my uh, writing coach, Nora Prophet, 
Um, of course, I started out writing my book with all my 25-cent words and, you know, putting in all the education I've ever gotten. And one of the best things that I've learned from her is that the most affecting, effective writing is what you said. Write it in a way that everyone can understand and immediately put it into practice. So her coaching me through that, I'm just so pleased to have that compliment because that was exactly my intent, is to produce a book that one would say, it is easy, easy to read and easy to put in practice. So thank you so much, Robbie, for that. I think it was well done, you know, well thought out and well done. Um, well, we're so at – tell everybody how they can get your book again and how they can reach you, and uh, then we're going to okay. sign off. I want to thank you so much again for being my guest today. Oh, thank you so much, Robbie. Thank you. Um, you can get the book again at Amazon.com when the – site comes up, just type in Decision Time by Stone Love, and it will take you right to the page where you can order your copy. And you can also get a signed copy from me if you would email me at stonelove at stonologies.com. And Stonology, again, is spelled S-T-O-N-E-O-L-O-G-Y-S.com, and I can make sure that you get a signed copy. Thank you so much, Robbie, for having me today, and uh, I will be... If you as a speaker, they can get the information on your website as well, right? Absolutely. I have a a speaker's page. Um, It's stonologies.com forward slash speaker, and you can get all the information about what my topics are, what the fees are, and how we can make an appointment. Well, this has been wonderful. I, I just I'm so grateful to have you on today, and I know that you're going to continue changing lives of women all over the world and the knowledge you've gained. And and, and I love it because you're sharing from your own experiences. You know, it's not somebody saying, do as I say, and and they've never experienced it. Most of the things that you're sharing with them, you've actually experienced yourself. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for that experiential wisdom. I think it's the best way to go always. Yes, thank well, you so much for Robbie, for having me today, Robbie. Well, I enjoyed having you. Uh, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, and today we've been talking with Stone Love of Stoneology and her book, Decision Time. And again, Stone, thank you so much, and we'll be in touch again. Yes, Soon. thank you, Robbie. Thank you. Have a great, great day. Bye-bye.